Father, in the name of Jesus, we come and we thank you, Lord. We praise you so much for the privilege that we can all come together as a church family to worship you, to praise you, to acknowledge your godness, your greatness, your kindness, your mercy. Lord, we are no better than those who have um, fallen sick this week, who have um, died this week, Father, who are suffering this week. We are no better. But God, in your grace and in your kindness, Lord, you have given us this time alone with you to come aside from all the busyness, all the stress and the chaos, and to remember that you are our God and there is none like you. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. We love you, God, so much for loving us. Father, please accept our praise and our worship in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that where we have failed you, Father, where we have done wickedly, Father, where we have grieved your Holy Spirit, please forgive us this morning. Father, we pray that you will please create in us clean hearts. Father, where we have shamed you or dishonored you, Lord, we want to be better sons and better daughters to you. So God, please, in your mercy, we pray that you will uproot every force of the enemy, every sin, every lust of the flesh, all pride, anything, God, that is not like you, that's outside of your will, please take it away from us. Give us a hatred for sin, and God, give us a love for righteousness. We pray, Lord, that you will clothe us in your righteousness today, that we might do better, Lord, and that we might shine for you, that we would rise and shine for you and be the people of God that you are creating to come and to return and to come back and take you home, take, take us home as your holy bride. Please let that be our experience in the name of Jesus. God, mm-hmm. we just want to pray for those who are suffering around us. God, so many people are sick all around the world. God, we lift them up to you. Father, those families who have lost loved ones, God, we lift them up to you. And we ask that you would be the physician. You would be the comforter, dear God. Those who have lost jobs and especially the the individual among us, God, in your mercy, Father, we pray that what Satan meant for evil, God, that you will bring good out of it. God, that you will help us to rally together and to help this family. And God, that as we wait upon you, Lord, whatever doors have been closed, Lord, that you will open even greater doors, that you will open up the windows of heaven, that this family will not suffer any loss in the name of Jesus. Your word says that you will provide all that, that we need, Lord, that you own all the cattle on a thousand hills. So thank you, God, that we don't have to stress. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be afraid that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you, God, so much for every family who is gathered today and even those who could not make it. God, again, we praise you that we're not on ventilators today. God, we praise you that we're not warning today. God, we thank you. We praise you so much that we can be called a part of the family of God and that we know you, Lord. God, we just acknowledge you. We acknowledge you, Lord, that there's Mm -hmm. none like you. Please accept our praise. And please, Lord, that any sin that's in my life that would hinder this prayer, God, please, please, I pray that you will forgive me. Forgive Mm -hmm. us. And God, give us your mercy today that we might be righteous vessels that you can fill and use for this this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Our Father and our God, your people come before you at this time 
one of the most perilous circumstances in the history of mankind. Your people have come. You see our circumstances. You know our plight. We come before you as representatives of mankind. We are imploring you, O oh Lord, that if this pandemic is a result of the sins of mankind, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord, that you have mercy Amen. upon us, Amen. that you please hear our cry. Lord, we have nowhere to go. <laughs> there is no escaping this situation. Many people are locked up in their homes. The streets are empty. Lord, we have no idea what to do. Only you yeah. are the one that can save yeah. us yes. from this situation. Yes. So we come, oh Lord. Mm -hmm. You have been there for us so many times in the mm -hmm. past. You have freed us and even saved us from the pits of hell. And you have been our rock at other times. So even in times like these, we know we do have an anchor. Yes, Lord. And his name is Jesus Christ. So Lord, as we cry up unto you on this day, Lord, I pray in that worthy name, the name of Jesus Christ, that you will hear us, that you will not count against us our sins, but that, O oh Lord, you will have mercy upon your people. Mm -hmm. After all, you said for us to come before you, even just as we are, knowing how imperfect we human beings are. We have fallen short in so many aspects of life, but in spite of that, you still invite us to come, just as we are, to lay our petitions before you. Mm. And that is exactly what we are doing this day on behalf of mankind. Yes, Lord. Dear Father, we pray that you will bring relief unto your people. Amen. As we pray, as we kneel and bow before your throne of grace now, people are falling sick right, left, and center. People are dying. People are losing their jobs. All of the savings that people have made throughout their work life are evaporating by the hour. We don't know what to do. We don't know where to go, but we know we have you. And so long as you are on the throne, Lord, we know there is hope. Amen. So Lord, we come 
just as we are praying, not just for ourselves that are here on this medium, but we are praying in representation of the entire mankind throughout the world. I pray, oh Lord, that you will heal our world, that you will have mercy upon us. I pray that these two, oh Lord, shall pass. And when it has passed, that you will bring great rejoicing upon the land of man. And that we would all come before you, rededicating ourselves to your service. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that this shall be so, and we shall all rejoice. Thank you, O Lord, for listening. Thank you, O Lord, for the forgiveness of sin. And thank you, O Lord, for answering this prayer, even according to your will. For we have asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The most high God, unchangeable God, the God that liveth forever and ever, the Alpha and the Omega. Father, we thank you, O God. We thank you, O God, for the thanksgiving, O God, that your children have given unto you for what you have done. We thank you for healing upon the life of your children. We thank you for protections, O God. We thank you for being our God. We thank you for being our Savior. Daddy, your children are kneeling before you, O God. Looking unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Looking unto you, the God that can never change. Father, you say, even when we pass through the water, you say that the water will not kindle us, that the fire will not burn us. Father, we bring ourselves before you at this hour. Father, we have no other place to run to except you. Father, your children have run to you, oh God, because you are our uncle. Father, we pray for your protections upon our lives. We pray for your protections upon our families, upon our loved ones. We pray, oh God, that no evil will fall upon us. Father, oh God, we drink the blood of Jesus Christ, oh God, to purify everything that is not of you in our body. We drink the blood of Jesus to purify everything, oh God, that is not of you upon our system. Father, we put the mark of the cross upon our lives, upon the lives of our loved ones, oh God. We declare ourselves as no-go area for this virus, for this sickness. Father, that it will not come near our dwellings, oh God. Even, oh God, as we lift up, oh God, those families that have been affected at this hour before you are thrown. Father, you sent out your word and your word healed them. You sent out your word and your word, oh God, healed the sick and God that makes the difference. Father, we pray this morning, oh God, that you will arise in your mighty, that you will arise in your glory, oh God, that the word will know of a truth that you are a living God. Father, God, that you will come to the rescue of your children, oh God. Father, our trust is in you. Father, oh God, we trust in you and we know that with you all things are 
things are possible. There is nothing that is difficult for you to do, oh God. But oh God, we bring our case, oh God, before you. You said we should cast our bodies onto you for you care them for us, oh Lord. Father, we bring, oh God, the burden, oh God, of this coronavirus before you. Father, we say, arise, oh God, and let there be a stop to this in a virus. And the children, oh God, will, oh God, will testify. And we will glorify you, oh God. Father, we thank you, oh God. We bring, oh God, even, oh God, the, the families, oh God, that have lost their job in one way or the other because of this virus. Father, you are God that provides, oh God. Father, God, that you will touch the heart of men and women, oh God. Father, God, to be a support to these families, oh God. Even those that are sick in their homes, in the hospitals, Jehovah. Father, God, that you will manifest your power, oh God. Even, oh God, the nurses and doctors, oh God, that are in one front of this virus, Jehovah. Father, may you protect your children. In all things, Jehovah, may your name be exalted, oh God. For your children, we pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Good morning and happy Sabbath. I am saying good morning because from where I am, it is uh, central time. And so we are still in morning. So to you in Georgia, I say good afternoon and happy Sabbath. I thank God who made this day possible that we can continue to fellowship as a family, even though it is coming up away virtually. That is the work of the Almighty that we will partake in this fellowship today. Therefore, I bring you greetings from the premium basin of Western Texas. It is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes that today we can be meeting through this medium. The enemy will always want to arise and stand in the way of the children of God. But God himself, who is all-knowing, has already laid down the foundation. I want to thank the church leadership for giving me this privilege. For the Lord to minister to all of us. You all most of us may share this experience. I, for one, having been raised up in a small village in Nigeria, I know what it means to be in darkness. Most of us can testify the epileptic nature of Nigerian uh, power system. It's something that may come one day and then the light will go off for several days. I recall as a young boy growing up, sometimes I had to study with a torch or with a local lantern. 
because there is no electricity. And we are always so overjoyed when we see light. And sometimes when the light comes after so many days, you could hear echoes of children in the dead of the night shouting, Nepa. I know most of us can relate to that. To those who may not relate to that, I'm sure most of us has been at one point or the other in darkness, that when we go into a room, we begin to grope for where the switch is so that we can turn on light. How grateful are we when in the midst of darkness, we can have light to see around us. Let us pray. Father Lord, it is time. I humbly decrease that you may increase. I pray that dear Lord that this moment that we're going to share that your Holy Spirit will minister to each and every one of us individually and collectively as a church. Oh Lord, I do not have words of my own, but I pray that you touch my lips, that I may be able to be a mouthpiece, that will utter your words to your children, that at the end of the day, we all will be blessed, and all glory and honor will be ascribed unto your holy name. Take all glory, take all honor, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The title of the sermon says, it is time to shine. Light dispels darkness. When there is light, darkness disappears. What is light? Some women ask. In a layman's point of view, or uh, for children, it's so simple to describe what light is. Someone has said it is a type of energy that helps us to see the world around us. Light is what helps us to be able to know where we are going, to see the different colors, to see the beauty around us. Jesus, when he was here on earth, among all the things that he said, where he used the phrase, I am, I think in the Bible it's about seven times, he also said, I am the light. Let us read the book of John, chapter 8, verse 12. And then we will see what Jesus says about he being the light. Jesus says that he is the light of the world. If there's anybody in him, they will not be in darkness anymore. Jesus is the light of the world. What does light 
do? And what does Jesus do in our life as individuals and as a church collectively? We know that light not only helps us to see things around us, it also makes life to do what? To grow. It is light that the sellers use as a guide to their locations so that they not endlessly wander in the ocean. It was light that the wise men used that guided them to meet the baby child Jesus. So light is very important and very significant in our lives. So when Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he reminds us the fact that in the very beginning, when we read Genesis chapter one, verse three, he says, God says, let there be light. And there was light. Before the utterance and the coming into light, there was darkness all over. There was chaos all over. And the world was formless. But the appearance of light dispelled the darkness and brought into being order. So Christ himself established the fact that he is the light. And when Christ is in our lives, it brings order. It brings cohesion. It takes away darkness. It takes away things that will make us to not know our right from our left, not to know if you're moving forward or moving backward or whether we are stagnant. Jesus pointed us to the fact that if we have light, that we'll be able to stand for him and shine for him. So brethren, Jesus himself said that he is the light. And if he has said he is the light, he has also given us an opportunity to be light. Just like the sun, gives light to the whole world, and the moon rules by night, but could not generate light on its own, but has to rely from the source, that is sun. So are we to reflect Jesus Christ. Let us read where we took our key test today, which is found in Matthew chapter five, verses 14, 216. It says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, bed on a candlestick, and giveth light unto all that are in the house. Therefore, he says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify 
your father which is in heaven. You and I have been given the privilege to be called the light of the world. What an honor that Jesus Christ has bestowed upon you and I, that we are to be the light of the world. He said, a city that is set on the hill can never ever be hidden. A city which is set on the hill can never ever be hidden. And that when you put when you turn on the light, you do not hide it under the table, but you put it on the candlestick. When a light is turned on or a candle is lit and is hidden under the table or on a bushel or is covered, then its importance it becomes insignificant because still there'll be darkness. We'll not be able to use the light to see. For what light is all about is, is to help us to be able to see the life, the world around us, and for us to be able to navigate this world of sin. So if Christ has given us that privilege to be the light of the world, he has called us not to hide ourselves. He has called us not to be hidden, but to be like a city that is built on the hill, wherefore anybody could see. And brothers and sisters, it says we are to give light to the world. How do we give light to the world? Especially today, when we are battling with COVID-19, the entire world is in despair. People are losing hope. People are asking questions and do not know where to find answers. The challenge is for you and I. Where else? When again can we truly shine for God? When again can we truly be the light? When again can you and I be able to lead people to that source of light, which is Jesus Christ? If we ever needed to be light, that Christ has given us the privilege to be, it is now than ever. How many of us, those that have been uh, right now at home, have spare time at hand? How many of them, how many of us has picked up a phone to call a friend? How many of us have been able to give hope to those who do not have answers? To what is going on around us? How many of us have been able to bring to light the love of Jesus and his care, knowing that this world filled with sorrow will come to an end one day, but those who believe in Jesus will enjoy a place where there is no more pain, a place where there are no more viruses, a place where there is no death, but a place where it's all bliss, where we'll spend eternity with our God. 
Jesus calls us to shine. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. All over the news, on the internet, and around us, people are making effort to be of help to those in need. People are giving up their best just to make other people smile, just to make people happy. People are cooking food and giving to others. People are giving supplies. If we cannot do all this, how much more just to pick up a, call, a phone and call somebody, even to find out how they are and to encourage them that this one shall also pass. God calls us to shine and to shine for him because he has made us light. And he says, if we are truly light, then it should be reflected in our character. It should be reflected in our lifestyle. It should be reflected in what you and I do as individuals, not just what we say. Let us examine our lives. Let us examine ourselves critically. Our song says, you shine you in your own little corner and I in my own little corner. As a light, am I hidden under the bushel? As a light, have I decided to hide myself under the table? As a light, am I in the valley or have I risen to be on the hill like a city that cannot be hidden? What steps? What practical steps am I taking? What practical steps are you taking? What practical steps are we taking as a church to shine for the Lord, to be a light that will lead someone's path and draw them to Jesus? He has said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Let us examine what John who lived with Jesus and walked with him, said about you being the light. He says in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, he said, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you. He was not reporting, but he was giving a first-hand information because he was with Jesus. He walked with Jesus for three and a half years. And so he says, that God himself is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. Just like the moon and the stars at night reflects the light from the sun, you and I are to reflect the life of Jesus, who is the complete manifestation of our God that through us, men around us, friends, colleagues, neighbors, family members, will be able to see Jesus and be able to see God and glorify him. Whenever there is light, darkness disappears. You cannot see any form of darkness anywhere there is light. And so it is on us to be able to reflect, to shine for the light, for the Lord. He said, in him, there is no darkness at all. 
if we say we have fellowship with him, if you and I claim to be Christians, and not just bearing the name Christians just so that we might uh, pass by, but to truly reflect the life of Christ as people who are following Christ, then if we truly say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not tell the truth. My brothers and sisters, let us ask ourselves, let us reflect on this. Truly, if we say we have fellowship with Jesus, do we still walk in darkness? Are we still groping for the world, for the way, or have we truly and genuinely found that source of light? And if we have, how far are you from the source of light? How close are you? Because the closer you are, the brighter you will shine. But the farther you are, the dimmer your light becomes. Just two days ago, at dawn when we were coming from work, there was a big fog that it was so difficult for us to see the road. You could see a tiny piece of light coming from trucks that are far away and the light begin to grow bigger and bigger as the truck pulls closer until you come to see that that tiny speck of light is actually coming from a big truck. And so that is how when we get closer to God, we begin to shine brighter and brighter. If you have ever watched on television or attended a program at night, and you see when the lights are turned off and people are holding their, uh, their cell phones, you could see that specks of light all over. If it's put together, it begins to shine brighter and brighter. So if we draw closer to the source of light, we should be able to shine and shine for the Lord. He said, but if we walk in the light and he is as he is the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of jesus christ his son changes cleanses us from all sin if we truly claim to have fellowship with god then we should be able to have fellowship with one another what is our relationship with each other what is our relationship with one another in church how do we see the next person sitting beside us how do we see the next person standing beside us? Think about the last time you whispered into somebody's ear about somebody else. Was it to defy the person or was it to bring him down? Sometimes we might think we are saying the truth, but as long as we do not have the permission and it's not to bring a brother back, but just mentioning to someone else, we are pulling the person down and we are gossiping. Is that how, as individuals, we should reflect the life of Christ? Brethren, today I urge us and I charge us to truly be the light of the world that Christ has caused us to be. Let us be like that city that is built on a hill that cannot be hidden. If we are truly lights that reflect the life of Christ, let us shine and shine for our Lord.
Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 says, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light. Walk as children of light. The Bible encourages us to walk as children of light because Christ has openly said, I am the light of the world. And truly, when he was here on earth, all he did was to show men the path to righteousness, was to show everyone the path to God because the world has sinned and darkness has engulfed the whole world. It was only Christ alone, who is the source of light that could bring us back to God himself. And so if he has given us that privilege, you and I, let us not trivialize that importance, that honor that God has given to us, but let us rise to the occasion. On our own, we can never shine because we do not have any light in us. But as long as we stretch up our arms to receive light from the source of light, then we should be able to shine and shine brighter. So brothers and sisters, I suggest to us that as long as the Lord lives and as long as we intend to have fellowship with him, that he requires us to shine and to be the light that is not hidden under the bushel, but is placed on the table that we may give light onto the house. And part of the things that God wants us to do to give light is the way we lead our lives. It has been said that our life is episode on its own that people around us are reading. How do your colleagues see you at work? How do they relate with you? How does your spouse relate with you at home? How about your children? How about your in-laws? How about your siblings? Do they see you as light? Do you impact their life positively? Do, they, do you draw them closer to Jesus? or not. Brethren, God calls us to be light. May he help us that we may be truly light and shine for him. May the Lord bless us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I would kindly ask if Alabafa uh, Wale is on the line to give us the benediction. Okay, Father, we are just so very grateful for the blessing and the great privilege that has been ours today to learn from your feet. We are grateful for the word of life, O oh Lord, and for the commission and the fact that you have also equipped us to be light to the world in this time of darkness. And so we ask, O oh Lord, that your light will shine through us, starting from our homes and uh, into our neighborhoods. Oh Lord, I pray that you will impress upon our hearts how we can minister, oh Lord, even in this very serious time. Father Lord, we thank you again, oh Lord, for the church of God. We are grateful for church at Naka. We are thankful, oh Lord, for the, the communication department and everyone, oh Lord, that has made uh, this 
possible for us. We are so grateful uh, for the good use, O oh Lord, of this medium. Glory, hallelujah, be unto your holy name. Uh, bless us and watch over us and in between us, O oh Lord, even as we continue to worship you today. May we be mindful, O oh Lord, to worship you. May we also be reminded of all the other activities starting again at 3 o'clock. I pray that you will hasten our feet so that we can continue, O oh Lord, to learn from you. Mm -hmm. And after we have learned so much, Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that we'll also be willing vessels so that we can be a channel of your blessing to everyone around us. To God be the glory, praise, and honor this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 God be with you till we meet again. When I spare confound you, put his arms on failing love you. God be with you till we meet again. Amen.